Hello, it's Ashley. It's Misella. And it's Teresa. And welcome to Late Tantis Podcast. This is a weekly podcast where we invite y'all into our friend group and bring you to the table for the conversations you wish you would have caught on tape. Yes, now let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another podcast. Today we have a very, 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 very special guest. Our first guest ever. Yes, Ooh, yes. Our little sister. Yes. Our sister, Merv. We're not going to put out all her Lovely. nicknames because she doesn't want us to expose her mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. But um, this is a very, very, very juicy episode. We are going to be talking about... I'm just actually going to tell you the name of the episode and you can infer. It's called He Liked It, But He Didn't Put a Ring on It. Mm. And a wise philosopher once said b a hey b y m a m a all right that's enough we don't want to get copyrighted but if you know who that is let us know in the comments and um we're gonna shout you out love her um but if you don't know actually don't let us know in the comments we'll tell you who it is miss fantasia barino hello she wrote a song talking about baby mamas and this week we want to touch on a couple different topics we want to talk about baby mama and baby daddy culture. We want to talk about commitment issues in our generation and so many other things that fall under that umbrella. So without further ado, we are going to throw it to Ashley. So to begin this entire podcast, what we need to first figure out is what makes a baby mama or a baby daddy what is the definition and so let's try and figure that out and then we'll go from there. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. what do you guys think what do you think makes a baby mama or baby daddy? I know for me, when I Googled it, it was similar to my own instinct of what a baby mama or baby father is. And it said that the mother, it's the mother of one or more of a man's children, especially one who is not his wife or current partner. That yeah, is a definition accurate. of a baby mama for Google. So how do y'all feel about that? Yeah. Go ahead, I think that's exactly, when I think about what a baby mama is, that's exactly what I think. It's just... If you're referring to somebody as your baby mom, baby mama, um, not all the time, but most of the time, you're not married to them, and they're just the person that you know gave birth to your child. So. Yes. Um, and I also kind of want to throw this out there that the term baby mama, I feel like that has been more popular in like hip hop mm-hmm. and black culture mm-hmm. because yeah. before it used to be like, oh, that's the mother of my child, that's mm-hmm. the father of my child, yeah. you know, and with you know our cult, black culture becoming more prevalent, you know, people started referring to it as baby mama, baby daddy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but like when I used to hear, oh, that's the mother of my children, I don't want to sound bad. No, go ahead. I feel I like I... it used to have like, you know, it didn't have like a very cheapened definite, like a connotation. You know, I feel like when you say baby mama, people, it has such a negative connotation or that's my baby daddy it's negative they immediately thing. see the something they start, yeah they start yeah. seeing they like necessary. oh this person is this kind of way uh, because you know i got a baby mama or yeah. a baby daddy um and i just i don't agree i just i really feel with the term, baby i don't ag- no i it's not that i don't agree with the term i just don't agree with the assumptions that come with those terms because they immediately attach like oh when you hear baby mama baby father you think oh someone that doesn't take care of their child for a baby father or oh somebody that's ratchet if you hear a baby mama and that's not even true yeah somebody who's promiscuous oh she must have multiple partners when you hear baby mama you think of stereotypes you're Mm -hmm. not going to think of a white woman when you hear baby mama oh that's true you're going to think Mostly a black woman. <laughs> you immediately see a, a, woman a black woman. A black woman or a woman or, of color. Yeah, a yeah. woman of color. Minority. Let's just put it that way. You're going to think of a minority before you think of a white person. And I just... A white woman. I don't know. I feel like there are so many reasons why people have children um, and are not in a committed relationship. But I feel like we're going to get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just... I just want to know, like, is that... Do you guys have, like, that negative connotation as well? Like, do you buy into the stereotype? Yeah, I immediately. Go ahead, uh, Merv. I was going to say I think race plays a big factor in what people decide it makes it. Because, like, I think Mm -hmm. when it's, like, a Kardashian or with someone that's, like, white, Mm. people will see the baby mother and, like, oh, they have an exclusive way. You know, they don't want to get confined by marriage. And they have, like, this big, eloquent way of describing Mm -hmm. why they're not married. Yeah. But then when it's black people or minorities, it's like, ah, there we go again. 
the baby mother. Mm-hmm. What's typical, the oldest the Kardashian's name again? Courtney. 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 So that's a perfect example. Because that's how cause Zane, they describe Zane and his girl, she mm-hmm. posted a picture of Zane him. Malik. She said, Zane Malik and Gigi Hadid. She posted a picture of him and she said, "Baby daddy." And people were like, "Oh, so cute." Yeah. People, I saw the people let, actually yeah, commenting on their relationship goals. Mm-hmm. And whoo, oh wow, whoo. I have something to say about that. Mm-hmm. Whoo, really, 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 really. But Merv, that's a good point. Like the you said, Chloe is her name, Courtney. Courtney, Courtney. I don't know why I'm forgetting. I always get them mixed up. But Courtney, yes, she. I love her. She's you know an entrepreneur for feminism. I don't know what you want no, to put out there. She's the one who's gluten free. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's a gluten. Her brand one. is like I don't buy into gluten. Yeah. Oh no, no, my gluten. point in saying that though is like she's not confined to society norms of what a relationship should be is why I'm saying that mm. she's not married mm. she has kids and you, she she fits the bill of a baby mama you know she what I'm is. saying and but by choice they that's, have my, that's, three my, that's kids. my point my point True. is when you look at her you don't see cheap I'm not trying to come for the culture but I feel like baby mama cheapens the status quo of a woman I think it mm. cheapens the value of however I think about why isn't it that way when you do it towards African Americans. Yeah. I think actually I think the opposite point. Because uh-huh. I think black people when we coin that phrase, it's that pr- phrase is really synonymous, I guess, with like hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for sure. because a lot of I mean, granted, you know, there were, you know, baby mamas, baby daddies before, you know, hip hop culture, but I think, you know, when rappers started talking about, you know, my you can never show me like a smooth like R&B soul track back in the day mm-hmm. where they were talking about baby mamas. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a thing. They, when people started rapping about it, you know, and became it became a thing and that also became synonymous with like black people. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's when it started becoming a little bit more socially okay mm-hmm. to have a child outside of wedlock. Mm. Um, but I think now that because it used to be a negative thing because you got to think about it. The black family unit was destroyed. They yeah. didn't want to have a father in the house. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. That was a very intentional thing. Mm-hmm. So when it started happening more in non-black you know, black families, then they're like, wait, 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 hold on. This can't be that bad of a thing, mm-hmm. you know? And I guess they gentrified, I guess, baby mama, baby daddy culture. Yeah. And then you have, like, the Kardashians, kind of, those kind of people. And we can go down a whole rabbit hole with the Kardashians, but I just wanted to briefly touch on that. When you look at what celebrity society, what Hollywood deems as fashionable or cool, the Kardashians run it. So that's Mm -hmm. why we keep going back to the point of the Kardashians. There's a lot of things that have always existed in the black culture that is only cool, quote unquote cool, because of their Kardashians, like the whole example with the cornrows and you know our protective styles, that's a whole nother they thing. They mimic, yeah, a lot but of But going stuff. back to kind of tying it to the point of how baby mamas are portrayed and how it's from the hip hop culture, there is a lot of pull from hip hop culture, and then it just flipped to like ownership of them, and it makes them cool. But when it comes to how black people are perceived, when it comes to baby mama, baby daddy issues, that's why I go back to it. I feel like it's just cheap. Like it's not. It's not a positive connotation. Mm. And honestly, I think the whole baby mama, baby daddy thing can also go all the way back to slavery. Mm. Because, you know, they were basically essentially breeding enslaved people. Yeah. Selling off the dad, and then the mother is still fertile, bringing another person. So, you know, women started having children by multiple men. And that's how I feel like it became synonymous with black people. Yeah. Um... But I feel like also that was intentional, like I said earlier, about destroying the family unit. And people, uh, I guess a lot of people really think that, like, when a black person has a child, um, they just assume that it's not out of, like, a committed relationship. Mm. And I think I really, really want to talk about commitment. I feel like that's a good way to, like, segue into commitment. Well, I feel like, like you said, a lot of times why people don't, they automatically assume excuse me, that it is not that if you see a a family together that they're not really married is because our generation has basically popularized, if that's even a word, we we popularized 
baby mama and baby daddies. We popularize having families without marriage. And that is what we're going to lead to, what leads to commitment. And I feel like our generation definitely has, we have a lot of commitment issues. Mm. And I can break down why I think so, but I think our, our generation has a lot of commitment issues. And do y'all have something that y'all want to say? Because I, I can throw get it into it. Murph. Go ahead, Murph. What do you think about that? I was going to say, actually, really quickly, I think it's important to, like, differentiate baby mama from single mom. Mm. Because okay. really, we yes. really, I really feel like it's important to not demonize the parent who stayed. Mm. Don't demonize the parent who stayed. Single father, single mother, don't demonize those parents. And when you Truth. And when you hone in too much on that, it's important because you don't want, then you're seeing kids looking at, like, well, this is my parent. Like, they're the one who stayed. Don't demonize the parents who stayed. So make sure we're making the clear distinction between, like, the two. I'm glad you to said that. To back yes. off of Merv, this is why titles kind of run our our society. Yeah. It's so important. Because yeah. right there, and y'all, that was a genuine reaction y'all heard. Yeah. Right there, when she said single mom, we have respect for the single moms and single, the single fathers. fathers. Yeah. I also have, have respect for baby mamas as well. Yeah, yeah but, but no, it's a but different type of, point, yeah. There's a point that, that needs to be made. So we have respect, and the reason why that was an automatic reaction is because of the connotation with the labels. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that I don't respect a baby mama or a baby daddy. I'm not saying that. I'm saying when I hear a baby daddy, baby mama, that's not usually like the connotation that I have with that label. Now, when you hear a single mother, single father, and debate me with on debate me on this if you want, you usually think about oh this person it, like she said it's the parent that stayed it's the hardworking parent they're yeah. making ends meet they're grinding for their children they're doing what it has to what has to be done so the connotation is very it's important. just a, a different stereotype i guess we can say yes. that pops in your head depending yes. on the title and that may be a, a good thing it may be and a that, bad and thing and that's because but... single parents are universal single yeah. parents are not synonymous to one race mm -hmm. uh, yeah just as baby mom and baby daddy is also not synonymous to another. It isn't, but I'm saying the connotation. Yes. When you hear it. I, okay, so why do you guys think, apart from, you know, tracing it back to history, that there are, you know, so many baby mama, baby daddies? Now, why is it so popular? I think it's just the title of it. You know, there's a lot of people who are single parents who just like to say, oh, that's my baby mama, that's my baby father. I think people, our culture, especially the black African-American culture, we have popularized that t that term when really they are just simply single parents. However, they think it's cute. They think it's whatever to say, oh, this is my baby father. You I, know what I mean? I think you hit it on the nose earlier, Misella. It's hip-hop culture. Yeah. Like, hip-hop has a very big influence, not just on the black community, but everyone. Um, but we'll talk about the black community because we are black. Mm -hmm. um, and that's how, you know, it became super popular. Um, it's through the use of lyrics and how people praise that. Now, to go back to what you said, Ashley, earlier about commitment issues and how that ties in, I feel like that's how people um, kind of like, how do you say it? Separate themselves from a decision that they made. Mm. Like, you made the decision to lay with that person. And whether or not you want to stay with that person is up to you. Obviously, you don't have to, like, marry somebody that you don't want to. Yeah. But I think it's kind of like an offhanded thing. Oh, that's my baby mama. That Nothing more. Nothing less. Like, she gave Just birth to my child. Yeah. That's not who I'm with. Now, some people, though, on the flip side, can be in a relationship with somebody and refer to them as the baby mama, the baby daddy, whatever. And they're in a relationship. So it kind of goes... Weird. It kind of goes both ways. I mean, it's it is to each their own. But I have heard it. They're in a relationship, not necessarily married, but they're in a relationship, and they refer to because they have a child with each other, which I don't know. And I think that just goes again with hip hop culture. Mm -hmm. It's like a oh, a cute phrase like oh, this is my boo, this is my love, mm -hmm. this is my baby mama. You know, I feel like our hip hop culture has put all of those things in a box together. For sure, because you want to know something. I remember being super young, and you know, looking up to like. The bow wows and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's my baby that's, daddy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and you didn't really mean it. But it's not, no. it's not yeah. like, you know, because I'm like, I want to have his children. Even though that phrase is also very popular. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to have that person's child. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just because that goes back to, like I said, um, our generation and, you know, a few generations before us. We have serious commitment issues. Yes. Like. I do. I don't. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> and we can get into all of that of why we, you know, why we have commitment issues. But I think. That it's become so normalized mm -hmm. that a young girl, young boy, 
will look at someone that they, you know, admire or are amorous of Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, that's my baby mama and that's my baby daddy. Um, Because we can see bringing life into this world with that person, but maybe not committing to them for life. But here's my point about that. Yeah. What is more permanent Mm. than bringing life into this world? I Mm. I have a thing, though, that I think on the opposite end, it's like, I've seen a lot of examples of parents just showing unconditional love to your kids so you can just see, like, that's something that's for sure. If I have a kid, it's going to be unconditional love there. Mm. There's not unconditional love between two people who get together. That's not for sure. True. So I I see more examples of people being, like, the thick and thin, that's my kid, and that seems like more of a sure thing than... Yeah. True, but that's... I feel like that doesn't really touch on, you know, the other person, though. That's between. Well, here, here's that's the, the byproduct of being with that person, but that's not why I would look at that person and say I want to have that person's child. Okay. Well, I mean, love can be very temporary, but when you bring a child in this world, you're that love is different. So I've heard. I haven't brought a child into this world, mm-hmm. but I feel like that love, and I've heard that that love, when you birth a child, or it's when different. you take part in, you know, for a man, when you take part in creating a child, that love is completely different from the love that you have with, oh, this is my girlfriend, this is even my wife or my husband. It's a completely True. different love. And I feel like the reason why our generation has commitment issues is because of all of the distractions that are around us. Mm-hmm. And those distractions bring fear and to mm-hmm. thinking that, okay, we can never get what we used to see. You know, like back in the day, it was easier to have a more stable foundation of love. Do you understand what I'm saying? Not love, but commitment. Commitment. <laughs> no, I mean love and commitment, because to me, those things go together. No, You want to know why they don't go together? Why? Because back in the day, people didn't marry for love. They but they didn't. fell, and they grew to love. Some people. It was more of a commitment. It was way more commitment than love. Hmm. I would definitely say that because you have to be committed to somebody to keep your bloodline going. Yeah. And that's why people were getting married. And I think we touched on this in a previous episode about like how dating came into, you know, the forefront of relationships. But what I want to touch on what you just said, Ashley, is if that is the reason, you know, like, you know, love is so temporary and, you know, birthing a child, you'll feel this love, then why not go to the sperm bank? And have a child if you if you if you what you really want out of it is a child you don't have to involve somebody else well, if no, you really want that people that's still love misconstruing like, yeah what, what, what they're saying i think based off of what you what i'm hearing is that the te- the well not the temptation the urge the sense of urgency to get married is not all the way there even if you have a child because it's not about the marriage if it's not going to work or not it's about raising this child in an environment that is conducive to be a healthy exactly. mm-hmm. so it doesn't necessarily have to be within the confines of the marriage yeah now what i was gonna say which is a little off but it goes back to the commitment thing it just depends there's there's different variables to it but when it comes to being the single parent, being the baby mama being the baby daddy if you're the woman in the relationship or not in the relationship and you want the relationship it's about like, it just depends on your, I guess, your relationship with the person. Yeah. So if you're the baby mama and you don't mind it and you're happy, then you're happy. You don't mind you what the what title? Saying? You don't mind. You don't mind like being the baby mama. Yeah. Then you're happy. Yeah. But if you want that marriage, you want that ring, and you and you already and he already has everything. There's no need for him, you know, to really put a ring on your finger. To mm. go back to the title of our thing so it's it's about the comfortable the comfortability aspect of it because now he has everything you cook in you're cleaning you have a child there's no need for him to really put a ring there on is that that's the problem though there that's how a lot a of young people in no, 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 no. i'm saying that i'm saying that for him in his mind yeah. i'm trying to go to the oh mindset. You so know, like yeah. you're speaking on the i'm speaking on okay. the mindset that i'm saying that's like the, the mindset is the issue why a guy yeah. would do yeah, it like yes. why a guy feels comfortable like not even putting the ring on the finger if he has it you're giving the milk the for free. You already have everything going yeah. for you. Like, sh- you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you want to know what I think about that? With them, like, I think yeah. that the reason that that doesn't hold up for some people, for I'm, some. Not, I'm not going to yeah. speak up for everyone. A reason I think that logic doesn't hold up because it's like, all of those things are great, right? You know, you have, you got, you know, you're passed on, you got a little baby junior there. You got a woman who's cooking for you, cleaning for you. But I feel like if you don't ever feel that urge in your heart that, like, 
I want to make sure that this is permanent. Let me put a ring on it. I'm not saying you have to put a ring on it to make it permanent. But I feel like once you feel that level of commitment, you want to commit. Like, it's not just about, oh, I'm not going away. You got to also want to make sure that that person's not going anywhere. Mm. So I think if a guy doesn't really feel that, he already got everything, guys get bored so easily. And I feel like that's why they go out um, out of the house, you know, after they've brought forth that life, after they got the woman who cooks and cleans and mm-hmm. does all of that for them. Because they got they it, got... and then they're like, mm, well, I mean, I'm not married to the girl, yeah. so if I want to keep going yeah. that child is still my child I, I, so, I you know agree. so that leads me to ask because that was really good that leads me to ask is marriage still a necessity yes. in our generation in order to have a successful family unit because oh, no. you no. know i'm thinking the answer is no from I, even though i'm a christian Woo! i'm thinking that's moving a, that aside the answer is no because i've seen plenty of couples co-parent. that have not even co-parent their girlfriend and boyfriend oh, okay. for years and have a successful family yeah. everybody's happy everything is good so if that's your main focus to have a a, a great strong family unit mm-hmm. marriage sometimes is not always the way i know that goes against christianity we can get into that if we want to later on but my answer is no i think in terms of a stable environment for your child if mm. that's the only thing we're weighing out then yeah no it's definitely not a necessity because um i mean if you're secure and what you have yeah you know you guys are both committed to raising this child and everything and y'all are good like most of the time you know that stable environment is going to be cool for the child but i think those things can they have an expiration date in my opinion Mm. in my opinion so somebody can be boyfriend and girlfriend for years like years have two three four kids and you know they're good like you know we're comfortable where we are at but I feel like I'm just going to speak as a woman. Mm-hmm. I think eventually you're going to be like, am I not good enough to be the wife? I know I'm the girlfriend and I like being the girlfriend. I got everything out of uh, that I want out of being a girlfriend. But I still am not his wife. So mm-hmm. there is that loose end there that's not tied up. So you could break that off. Just, you know, it's it's not that, you know, marriage is all about, oh, I'm making sure I'm trapping this man. He's not going anywhere. No. But I think there is a level of certainty that comes with marriage. There's power in the declaration. Of it. There is. Mm. And so yeah. I feel like, yeah, you can, you can have that. You can be, you know, a stable environment. Your kids are happy. You're happy. But eventually I feel like something deep down is going to eat away at either one. It can even be the men. Some men can feel like that as well. It will eat away at you that, like, this is as good as it gets. I feel like... I hear what you're saying, but I feel like as the generations continue to go, it's going to gear shift more towards the 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 value of marriage is going to continue to decrease. And so, people, because a lot of people in our generation now simply say, oh, well, that's just a contract. That's just a paper. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I love you either way. And so I feel like as the generations continue, the value of marriage will decrease to where it's like, oh, if as long as we're committed to each other and you're loyal to me and we don't step out of those boundaries, we're good. I think Which is though, very scary. I but. think the reason, though, that it's the value of marriage is decreasing is because people are putting less and less emphasis on commitment Mm -hmm. because you don't really have to commit. Yeah. Like I can be committed to you and bring a, you know, your baby into this world. But the moment I'm like, I'm done. We're not married. You can walk out. I can walk out and we can co-parent. Yeah. But you don't have that in a marriage. And I feel like people feel like marriage is a trap. I know people Mm. associate trapping with, you know, uh, like somebody having a wealthy person's baby. Mm -hmm. So they'll be set for life. Yeah. But I think other people, are starting to associate marriage with trapping. Mm-hmm. I would argue that for some people, the value of marriage has gone up. Mm. Because when you're more anxious about something, you take more time before you get into it. Because mm. the more conversations that I have with people, they're like, you know, this is a lot. Where older generations will be like, just get married. And then other people are like, no, mm. this is like a big deal. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I have to wait out. I was having a conversation with my dad actually the other day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, y'all generation thinks too much. Like, y'all y'all, may, y'all get too deep into some things and it's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no. That is. Uh, it definitely is. Life not <laughs> commitment. Yep, yep, it's, it's a big it's deal. The only you thing just more permanent than that yeah, is some, some, some people just equal marriage as like boyfriend and girlfriend. You can always get a divorce. I'm like, no. Oh, oh let's maybe. talk about that. So let's talk about Divorce? divorces. I don't believe in it. So a lot of people are starting to create a high emphasis on, oh, you know, if you get married, it doesn't work out. Just get a divorce. 
Like, oh. Mm-hmm. My whole like you're changing is, your shirt. When you decide to get married and you take the oath to go for better or worse, you know, thick and thin. I don't know the, the, the lyrics. Yeah. Sickness and health, richer. The lyrics. Till death do us Whatever. Parts. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Anyways, the vows, what you recite. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Anywho, I think that that's a very serious it's serious. The vow that you're uttering is very serious because you're saying it under God. Whether you believe in God or not, that's that's your thing. But you're saying that under God and you're making a pledge that through the bad, through the good, we're making this commitment to be married and we're going to see it out. We're going to work through it. Now, if you don't think that you can do that, it's okay to just be the girlfriend and the boyfriend. And that mm-hmm. right there. there and that for and years. listen, you need to. Exactly. And that right there is why I think a lot of people are not getting married because people are looking at those vows and they're add, thinking, whoa, this on, is am I capable on, of loving something. you through better or for worse? That too, but I'll also no. say that the reason why I feel like a lot of people are jumping into marriages that they're not ready for is because of the pressures of society. Mm. A lot of people get feel like, that. okay, it looks good that I'm getting married right now, so let me get married. Or... You know, everyone's getting married. Why not me? Mm-hmm. So you find that person and then you get married. Even if you may not, in the back of your mind, eh, you don't know. But you do it just because. Out of the opportunity, the chance, it's there. It's what's the, it's the best choice at yeah. that moment. So you go for it. Mm-hmm. Things like that. There is nothing wrong with taking your time. There's nothing wrong about praying about it. There's nothing wrong about taking a step back mm-hmm. and kind of thinking about the decisions that you're going to make. Because at the end of the day, marriage is such a big commitment so what you said Murph that's correct I think our generation we do take it more seriously because what we got brought up in the generation where they're saying oh 50 percent 50 percent of marriages fail so the likelihood of your marriage going all the way through is eh, you know it's a toss-up yeah so is so that what that, leads to our it, commitment issues I think I feel yeah, like it plays a part so. in it because yeah. it, think about it if you knew that you were going to fail 50 percent of the time, chance right uh, anything you do, how likely are you to do that? To actually try it out. You wouldn't really want to. It's a de-incentivizing. Is that, is that the word? I don't know. It's, it's discouraging. Mm-hmm. discouraging. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. Um, it's discouraging you from trying that. And I think also, um, I really, really agree with you saying that we take it a little bit more serious. And I feel like serious is, is in both ways. It's, it's like, it is relative. Mm-hmm. So, it's so serious that like oh I know like I'm, I was gonna say that yeah. yeah it's so like for drugs, I would never try drugs because I know how serious it is. Mm-hmm. But other people also know how serious it is. They're like, mm. like I guess I yeah. could try it. Oh, okay. You know, I see what you're saying. I, so it's you know it's it relative. goes one yeah, goes or two ways. ways. It's either mm-hmm. gonna sway you away or More sway you to try it. It's like the temptation. It's very yeah. tempting, mm-hmm. and I feel like we know now that like, like eat with that we have more options mm-hmm. apart from just marriage. Because back in the day, if you were into somebody and you you know you're like mm, I'm not ready for a commitment, but before you could sleep with that person, you know openly, you gotta be married to that person. Yeah. Before you could you know live with that person, shack up. People weren't shacking up back in the day. And I don't necessarily agree with shacking up, but like people were not as free to do what they pleased back in the day. So marriage was a way out for a lot of people, a way out of your parents' house, a way out of like, you know, the pressure of being older at a certain age. You You know, your culture is like, oh, you're a woman or you're a man. Where's your wife? Where's your Mm -hmm. husband? And I feel like marriage was a tool to kind of do whatever you want. You know, yeah. that's and, why people yeah. get married, and, and for it was the wrong less reasons. serious. Some people get married to be able to have sex with their person. Oh yeah, and that just never because, lasts. Just because you know they want to hold off until they're married. Some they people don't get married, guilty. yeah, for for mm-hmm. a lot of different reasons. But at the end of the day, in my personal opinion, marriage is not a band aid. You cannot put marriage as a band aid to fix a situation and pacify something when there's a bigger problem. And getting back to you know the root of our topic, I think. We watched a video, um, this girl on TikTok, Misela had shared it with us, and she was making some good points. It's about what we're teaching the generation that's coming up. I think that what society is so fixated on doing now is making everything okay, when it's not. Let's mm. be real. Everything mm. is not okay. Nope. Let's let's be honest. Let's be real. And I think that's the problem with our generation. Yeah. Like, really, can y'all open up on that? What do you mean? Everything? Like, yeah. everything. Like, anything is okay. Everything goes. No yeah. one's barred. Like, everything is okay, like, in society. Like, if you want to date a freaking Twinkie, 
go ahead. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I, you guys want to have free spirit. Yes. Okay, and by Twinkie, we mean the food. We We're just clarifying. We literally mean the food. Um, so. and, and I don't I don't include our generation in this. I include Merv's generation into that. No, no, no. no we're 23? They're coming Maybe. for the Gen Z. Maybe not even just us. Millennials I'm as well. I'm going for Gen Z's hard because I well, don't work millennials. Yeah, we we're on we're teetering. Maybe the line. I'm in but denial. Even the, 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 You're in denial. But let me tell you, <laughs> everything <laughs> about us in goes. I read the most crazy headline, and mm-hmm. y'all are gonna laugh. So be prepared. Okay. It said, "Woman divorces ghost that she the ghost <laughs> of something that she was married to because she wants Lord. to see other people." You're kidding. She me. married a a ghost. But that's like no, a no, one out of a million. No, no, no. But I'm saying instances. that those things are the fact that that even became a tabloid. They're normalizing Guys, anything. Guys, they're literally goes. passing. Well, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go too much in depth about this because I don't know all the legal terminology behind it. But they're literally trying to pass, and they have passed in some places, the legalization of pedophilia. Um, I want to mm. clarify this. They are trying to recognize pedophilia as a sexual as a orientation. Mental, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but or, like, or a mental but illness. But legalizing it in the same in the same sense because it's illegal to go after. And it should that's remain underage. illegal for life. But my point in bringing that up is is the whole this is is a perfect example of trying to normalize everything. That's not okay. It's never going to be okay either. So my thing is, I feel like with all of this, because I do agree certain on certain things, but I feel like technology has caused a huge negative effect on relationships, on a, a lot of things. But right now we're talking about just relationship, baby, baby mamas, baby daddies, commitments. I feel like technology. Mm-hmm has a huge effect on how we go about our daily our daily social social norms. Mm-hmm. And for instance, when it comes to commitment specifically, mm-hmm. I feel like a, one of the main reasons why it's hard for someone to stay committed, and it may seem like a small thing, but it's really a, a, a common thing, is the fact that you have Instagram, you have Facebook, you have Twitter, mm-hmm. you have FaceTime, you mm-hmm. have apps that Tinder. you can literally go on, you have Tinder, you have Bumble. There's so many ways to cheat there are so many ways yeah. to get distracted there are so many ways to get sidetracked and that also along with the fact that we take marriage so seriously has kept a lot of people you know it's from actually weird doing because it because this is actually funny um i had mm, let's move on <laughs> yeah okay, okay, i want let's go, move go on ahead and write it okay i was gonna say this i think like to ashley's point about like the social media and all that stuff i think like a, a reason why like that has added into people being like less committed is like it trains your brain to like want to look at a million things mm-hmm. at once like you're you can only a video on instagram is about like 60 seconds mm-hmm. so like you watch that video you get bored you're on the next thing and then you get never your, satisfied instagram gets boring your feed gets boring you're on tinder Sad. and then you're swiping left you're swiping right mm. and so like you're training your brain to be like, if I don't get a gratification within 60 seconds, 10 seconds, mm-hmm. 15 seconds, I need to find something that's better. Yeah. And your brain is a muscle. Like, it's not going to differentiate what makes me happy here versus what makes me happy there. So if you're training yourself to do it with these six apps that you're on for five hours a day, you're going to do that in your relationships. You're going to be mm. in a relationship and it's going to be like, this one thing that wasn't working hasn't been working for a day. I'm gonna start I'm looking at old dude. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into that one guy and I'm gonna start talking to them and I'm gonna move on because yeah. like, I'm over it. Point. And that's I actually, think that's what leads that's to perfect. I think mm-hmm. a part of that is what leads to someone that has three kids with three different men. You know, or women. Maybe yeah. You know? And I feel like that's what leads to that. The the thought of, oh, I'm never satisfied, basically, to simplify what you said. You said a yeah. that you know, that's I good think stuff. Also, it has redefined that there's plenty of fish in the sea. Mm. Yes. I Literally. feel like that used to be a comforting thing that like, oh, it's not the end of the world. There's somebody else out there for you. No, now it's But now paralysis. it's that like, mm, if I don't like this, I'm just going to try this. Mm-hmm. Or I can have a buffet. I can eat this, that, and one that foot at in, the one same time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and you have now women who like women, men who like men. So literally, like you said, the you, can have, you can have all of that in one. And yeah. be and people go for that. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Everything. I yes. think you're right. I feel like our relational attention span has significantly, significantly decreased. decreased. Mm-hmm. Because like, if Severe. you're... If you, and that's the thing. You can even fake... Like, you can have your cake and eat it, essentially. So you can be in this relationship and getting all of these things, but maybe there's that one thing that you're not getting, or maybe that attention is the crazy. It's called the 80-20 rule. It is the 80-20 rule. It's called the 80-20 rule. And so, you know, you're like, oh, I'm not getting as much attention from her as I wanted to before. So, um, listen, I'm going to go find somebody who's going to give me that attention. Yeah. But all the while, you're still in this relationship. 
and you're still getting, you know, that 80 meant and, and that 20 the, yeah. is being fulfilled by somebody else. And that's the scary thing. When you're single, like myself, you see how people move. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Most people who are in relationships move single. Mm-hmm. And so when you're single, mm-hmm. you're just talking mm-hmm. about when you're single and you see how people in we relationships just move, you're like, ah, oh, bet, I want no parts. That is mm-hmm. me. We and it, it causes you to be scared because you're I'm like, I see And I'm seeing how these people are talking and I'm like, whoa. Oh, yeah, people yes. be having way too much chemistry for being taken. Hey. Yes, that is true. Hey. And where do y'all think that character stems from? Like, where did that even originate from? I think... Is it just our so natural... many things. I feel like the way we socialize amongst each other is also more casual. Yeah. Because before, you know, if back in the day, I always go back to back in the day, you know, a man had to be very formal approaching you, you know, kind of like hands offish, right? Mm-hmm. And now when a guy comes at you, he can straight up walk to you and be like, I would like to sleep with you, yes. you know? I would like to, whatever. Or he can be so stand up about his intentions, mm-hmm. right? Blunt. And also... He's, he can, if he's not that stand-up of a guy, he can come at you in ways that, you know, he's super nice, but low-key you're reading the vibe he's giving mm-hmm. off. But as long as you technically don't participate in the vibe, it's not cheating, quote-unquote. But I think that's why so many people move so single, because it's like, I didn't cheat, I was just talking. Mm-hmm. I didn't cheat, I was just listening. And curiosity I, killed the cat. Mm, exactly. Curi- literally, like, if you're, it's like a baby, right? You give ba- a baby a toy. You give them all the toys that they need. But you dangle that one shiny object in front of their face, and then oh, their, yeah. their attention, <laughs> no, I want their that. attention literally yeah. just drifts to that. And yes. even if they even momentary, and they they grab it, they indulge, and then they throw it away because mm-hmm. they don't like it anymore, Ooh, and they yes. go back to the toys that they had. Mm-hmm. That is an example there. Like literally, you just can't keep your mind on one on a one train track. You just can't. Oh, I also this came to my mind. Hold on, I just. Also, when you think of the female, a a woman, not just a a black woman, but just a woman in general in in 2020, we are looked completely different, which is great in a lot of ways. However, it, I feel like, has negatively affected us when it comes to relationships. Mm -hmm. Because now, a woman, we can walk up to a man and say, hey, I want to take you home. And that, in a lot of light, can be seen as, oh, she's so bold, she's so strong, she knows what she wants. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that also has affected our commitments. Like, it's just, it's a lot. I think people no longer have to pursue people That's yeah. to get what they want. They yeah. can, ha- instant gratification also has ruined mm-hmm. commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Because I feel like before, again, people were committing themselves to something, they were playing the long game, mm-hmm. and now people are like, oh, I'm not getting it from you, how about you? Yeah. yeah. How about you? Oh, I got yeah. many. And it's that quick. Right? It's yeah. really and, that quick. And the fact... It can be that quick, but then on the flip side, it can be that long. Because like we were saying in these examples for being a baby mama, some woman or even man let's flip the script let's flip the script yeah let's flip it. it um and say that the man really wants to get married and the the woman in the situation is not feeling it she's not vibing because she still wants to have her chip her hands in every little bag around her mm-hmm. they can be in a relationship for 10 15 years Ooh. before they actually decide to get married yeah that's that true. happens that that no it happens is, all the time yeah, literally remember. that's medical school if i hear you telling me <laughs> it is that we need to be talking for two years then dating for i bet bye <laughs> I'm not doing that. What are we doing? No. But what if you don't know? Like, what if you automatically, you fall in love with this guy, y'all been dating for a year, you look up, and my, it's now five years. My, I'm going to tell you my, my sweet happen. spot is the three-year mark. We better have had a conversation like, about marriage, a serious conversation. Like, what are our plans for yeah. our future together mm. at the three-year mark? Even my before then, but I'm saying, like, three is sweet spot yeah. for me. Go ahead, Mark. My biggest fear is wasting my time. Ooh, that, same, No, because that's something for me that I'm I know. Allergic. I know <laughs> out of everything, what makes me the most bitter as a person mm. is when my time is wasted. Yeah. So if I feel like... I look up and it's been three years. I'm done dating for the rest of eternity. So do you think? <laughs> do you think that? Fair, fair enough. Do you think? Because I know Miss mentioned it earlier. Do you think that shacking is wasting your time? Because some people, shacking. some people, shacking up, shacking up. Some shacking people, up? Like, oh, shacking okay, up. moving like, so, together. Somebody, your oh. significant other. Yeah. So marriage. basically, yeah. That's if you don't know what shacking is, it's basically moving in with your significant other for however long before, and y'all aren't married. So some people shack just because they know, okay, in our mind we're about to get engaged. However, let's. Move Move in together. Let's see how if we're even if this love Trial is even real. The chemistry, you know. And some people it. shack with absolutely no plan, mm-hmm. and at all oh, they just been shack for like two weeks. And yeah, like oh, I'm so in love. Let's shack. Like, I think though, just to point this out, there are people whose 
end goal is to just be with somebody but mm-hmm. not be married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We really need to yeah. put an emphasis on that. Not everyone Marriage is not for everyone. Yeah. And I feel like we need to stop putting pressure on people to feel the need to be married. Mm-hmm. Um, take that how you will. Oh, no, I definitely um, wanted to get into that. I think- it's true because for me, this is the thing. I'd rather see somebody that I care about because I'm going to get married. Me too. But knows. I'd rather see somebody that I care about be in a happy, healthy relationship than feel like they need to get married. Get married. Ooh, sorry. Get y'all. married. Happens. Yeah. Get married. Yeah. And then it doesn't work out. And then you got divorced. And then, you know, whatever the situation is, whatever happens after that happens. I'd rather that not happen to somebody that I care about or somebody around me at all. So I don't, I definitely agree with the fact that you do not need to get married. There's people that don't want to get married. There are people that don't need to be married. Mm. And I know that it's going against a lot of people's cultural beliefs and religious beliefs. But we, at this podcast, we're just trying to keep it real and keep it honest. And and I'll keep it honest. Uh, Personally, I believe in marriage. I believe in the foundation of marriage and I don't believe in divorce. Mm -hmm. That is my personal beliefs as Mm -hmm. a Christian woman. But I do understand the prospect of people getting to a place where maybe you just want to be a missionary. Or, oh, yeah, because there's no point in, you know, like, hey, I want you to be my husband, but I'm going to live on the other side of the world for right. the rest of our lives, and we're going to have a telecommunication right. relationship. It works Unless for some. Unless that works for you. It works for some. It doesn't work for all. So that being said, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Band-Aid does not... Uh, Band-Aid. Marriage is not a Band-Aid to a situation. Don't just throw it in there. <laughs> and shacking yeah. up, Ashley, I will say this. I don't believe in shacking up. I'm about to upset some people and let me tell you I am a firm Christian. I love the Lord, but this is just my personal belief, okay? And this is something that I struggle with. I am a firm believer that if you need to shack for with a plan, shack with a plan, I think then you should shack with a plan. Yes. Because like if you say Here's my here's my scenario. Say if you are dating someone for a year, you guys are talking about marriage, and you know that they're serious. They know that you're serious. However, when you live with somebody, you guys know this. When you live with somebody, it's and there different. are some people who have had overnight stays with men, you know. But when you live with somebody, when you have an overnight stay with men, you realize there's a lot <laughs> that you can learn from just that one night, or from just living with that person. And so, and this could affect your marriage. And my whole thing is, if I, if you have checked out all the boxes, because I like to take my time. Right. If you've checked all the boxes, and we've already talked about marriage, where you're in, and I may suggest to you, hey, let's live with each other for a little bit, because we already know we're going to get married around this time. Let's live with each other so that we can see if that's really it. And I know I've had conversations with my father, with other people who say that, like, oh, that's that shouldn't negate your marriage, but it does. You can end up having petty arguments just because you didn't realize that this man is nasty. What if he, at three in the morning, likes to iron his shirts? Like, you don't know these (laughs) things about about people. You don't know this thing about people, and it'll help. I feel like it helps if you guys are already going to get married. It'll help ease that process of marriage if you just go ahead and shack with a plan. So not just shacking, but shacking up. I don't believe in shacking up. I don't believe in shacking up. I'm a firm believer. I think firm believer. I have my reasons. Here's the here's the thing. I don't personally believe in shacking up, just because, I, I don't know. Well, obviously my my religious beliefs weigh heavily on why I don't believe in shacking up. On me too. No, I'm talking about me personally. personally. They sleep in different rooms. That's just like, okay, and here's the thing, uh-huh. right? And that's yeah. another thing. If you guys want to be I'm gonna keep roommates, you, guys, sleeping you can be roommates, room. but here's the thing. How many people are really doing that? How many people are Thank really... You don't know their lives. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking a question. So your How? boo that you're finna marry, that you are highly attracted to, that is going to be the future father of your children, Come is on. sleeping in the next room, and you're not going to be tempted to get up in the middle of the night? It's called self-control. No. Some people Ever. have it, some nope, people never. don't. <laughs> but here's the thing. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, no, no. Here's the thing, though. I was watching... There's this popular YouTuber. I forget her name. She's from Texas. Like, um... Haley something. Oh, fam. Yes. And they live together. Yeah. Mm And they're practicing practicing abstinence. abstinence. See? Mm -hmm. And they they have bought a house together and everything like that, you know, because they plan on getting married and everything like that. Yeah. So, I'm not going to speak to everybody's self-control level. There are some people who can do it, um, and and have self-control. But again, I'm, you know, playing the 
opposing side here. Not everybody believes in abstinence. Not everybody believes that they need to wait. I personally do think you should wait. But I'm just... My whole thing about it is biblical, and I don't know the Bible verse, so I'm not going to go there. A man shall leave his his family? No. I was going to say... I feel like that is a pro for mine. (laughs) Go ahead and state (laughs) it, girl. It's along the lines of, like, don't don't even tempt yourself mm-hmm, don't, don't tempt dangle yourself. the temptation in front of your face if you know Self control oh go ahead go ahead go if ahead. you know you struggle with something and you know that you're not supposed to be doing something depending on your beliefs this is all depending on your beliefs then don't put yourself in harm's way because it's going to be harder you can have self-control but it's going to be harder the reason why i don't believe that shacking up is even a thing to me it goes back to the basic principles that you have your boyfriend privileges and you have your husband privileges. I'm not going to split a bill with my boyfriend. I'm not doing it. But you're I'm shacking not, with a goal in mind. So that doesn't mean like I'm, forever. That I know, means for but I'm not going to do it. The reason why is because I feel like there has to be something to look forward to. There has to be something to transition into. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if you're already there, it's, true. it's not as, even if you're already going to do it, it's just not as exciting. I don't know what it uh, is. But there listen, has if we've to been be, together for a year there has to be something to And we to have plans to. about getting married. I think there are other ways it's already open. Actually, I think there are other ways to get to know somebody's, you know, daily routine. So I feel like, what about, like, if you go on a vacation? If you go away for Mm -hmm. a a week. That's shocking. Y'all gonna stay in different rooms? That's not shacking up. We don't live there. But y'all gonna stay in different rooms? Or y'all gonna stay in the same room? Shacking up is blending your lives together. Yeah. In one place, you're blending yeah. for that weekend. That's no, not blending. Because I can. Vacation. Am I living with? Mm-hmm. Are you? Is everyone go on, on, on fa- If on I go on vacation with their families, with their significant, but others. you're still tempted to do the same things that you would no, no. do if you were living together in no, a apartment. No, listen. Here's a, here. I'm gonna make a distinct mm. difference, right? There's a difference between oh, I went on this vacation with someone. We ended up having sex, right, on this vacation, and or now I live with my boyfriend every night and we have sex. There's a difference. But the thing is, you don't have to necessarily live with your boyfriend to be being and exactly. intimate. And exactly. Most of these people are already being intimate. But the point is, Not it most, makes it some, easier. Most. The, the, a lot of people. You're more, it's, it's accessible. You it's can accessible walk, even but, if you don't but live it makes together. it easy. But, Ashley, come on. If I'm you gonna, want it, you're going to find it and you're going to get it. Let me give you an example. No, 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 she's right, though. Some people drive miles. That's fast, but let me just tell you this. It, just the average that. person, I'm not. I'm just throwing, just this is a, a random statistic, that you live 30 minutes away from your significant, significant other. You both have full-time jobs. You see each other maybe four times a week, which is a lot for an adult relationship. And you talk, good communication skills, whatever. Whatever the case may be. Now, if you decide to be intimate with that person, of course, maybe every time you see each other, it's on site. But if you live with each other, I'm talking about you live with each other. You wake up and you go to sleep with that person every every day. day. Go ahead, Merv. I feel like you have to practice. Y'all are kind of talking about two different things, though. I think if you're talking about the temptation thing, that's the whole thing where it's like, okay your faith and all that can play into it because yeah. there's no temptation to fight if you don't be- to, if you don't believe yeah that's why I said so your faith. but then yeah. if y'all are talking about the getting to know that's a whole different thing because for me it's like I, it's very important that I can be away from you mm-hmm. so I need, I need space. Space. for me I need my space I need a lot of it mm-hmm. I need actually a lot <laughs> and so that's something that for me it's like it's big and it's like we can have times where we hang out because my thing is I don't have the whole problem of like us staying together so the whole shacking thing i don't care so like we can have a week we can spend a week together Mm -hmm. have a date where it's like specific where we're trying to see like our compatibility Mm -hmm. then i can go back home that's exactly but my thing is if you're in love with somebody and you're doing that at some point if you're truly in love with them y'all are going to be living together anyway so i hear what you're saying about your space but most people when they're in love with somebody if they want their space space they go to their another room no, you know what but, I mean? but that, so if you're working towards something, but, you're already okay, at me, some me, point you're gonna be put in, in that let position. Let me throw an example. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that ha- doesn't have to do with relationships. I went to college. All, all of us did, and I had roommates. Hey. There was times where we got frustrated with one another. Yep. Going to the next room did not fix that for me. Well, that's your problem. No, 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 no. I'm giving, I'm giving you an example because you just said go to the next room. That's not gonna fix. That's anything. not enough space. If you're irritated with somebody, if especially if you're in a relationship, when you're in a relationship with somebody, they can make you mad like no one else can. Yep. So going into a next room might not fix the go situation. Go for a walk. It might actually break you guys up. Now let me give you an example. <laughs> no, I'm gonna give them an example. I had a friend and he told me this story. Now of course I'm not gonna say names. He was dating this girl. They were dating for three years. They decided to move in with each other. They broke up after three months. And they had to finish the lease. <laughs> but listen. They finished the lease. 
and they were they started seeing other people and they finished the lease it was awkward for them they wish they hadn't moved it all of these things and i literally told them this is why I would never move in with my sister. But they on, moved but that's in without scary. a purpose. That's kind of scary, though. No, they, moved, they did move in with Hold on, but that's kind of scary, they though. Moved, they were dating for three years. So they done. moved in with the intent of, okay, we're going to be getting married soon. Yeah. Well, thought, uh, hold on. Well, that's a blessing because so I let them thought. know. Yes, I was going to say, that could be in your defense. See what I'm saying. That could be, that could be in, in I, a plus for her. They moved in and then realized they weren't compatible. Because what if they would have got married? What if they would have not shacked and got married and then they had to go through the whole But we don't know the specifics of why they broke up, Listen, you guys, I'm trying. Just no, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We don't know when the specifics of why I, they broke up. This is what I think about shacking up. Okay, what I, you think, girl? I feel like when you... People... The, the main reason people think shacking up is, like, a great, you know, first try at what marriage will look like is because, like, they're like, yeah, you know, I just want... I'm not sure. Until I wake up next to this person... Smell da, 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 You know, see their tendencies, mm-hmm. how they react to stuff. Mm. I don't know how sure I can be about this person. Like, I really need to know, be in their space mm-hmm. to know that this is the person for me, right? Facts. That's the main the main reasoning Facts. behind shacking up. Yes. But here's the other thing, right? Let's, here, let me just give you a really extreme scenario. What if you guys were, live next door to each other? Imagine this. You guys, you can spend as much, much time as you want with that person, right? You still get that glimpse into that person's life mm-hmm. but going back to your own space i feel like it's what is going to be able to save you i think in a relationship when you want to start giving yourself that certainty yeah the you should definitely spend well, more time in that person's presence mm-hmm. that person should if i'm just going to talk for myself so if i have a man right and we don't live together I want this man to come into my space. Stay for a couple of days. Exactly. I want to go into your space. I'll stay for a couple of days. Exactly. Because I want to see how you live. You need to see how I live. Facts. But it's important that at the end of those couple of days, I need to go back to my space to evaluate. I feel like you take your relationship in increments. But that, it shouldn't just be one line, you know? And I feel like... To me, no, because we're working towards being make, one. We are we're working towards something. We are working towards something. So when you shack in, just to Teresa's point, you shack up, right? Now we live together. We, we're moving it because we have a goal. Like, today's 2020, right? By the January 1st, 2021, I want to know that, like, we're this we're going to get married. We're going to get married. We're going to get married. You're right? shacking with the we're goal. Shaking, we're shacking up with the goal, right? Yeah. But how? what is propelling you towards that goal? Did you not know you wanted to be with that person before? before? Well, my thing is, you may know you want to be with that person, but when you live with somebody, you notice things that could be a game changer. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. You could be literally dating somebody, in love with them for years, and don't even realize that they have a whole nother chick on the side, but let you move in with them. You will begin to notice different tendencies. Okay, I'm, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna, you find out different I'm things give you about a different, people. Different, a different example. When you shock. So Teresa and I are best friends, right? Before Teresa, and I, we lived together for four years, right? Mm-hmm. Before we moved in with each other, like I thought, I like I was like, oh yeah, Teresa's my best friend. I know I was here tw- almost twenty four seven. Yeah. Before we lived to each, mm-hmm. with each other, I went back to my own place, right? Now after we moved in with each other, there you really really start to get to know someone, but it wasn't like revelation there you said enough. what but wait wait rewind you said after you moved in you really started to get to know them no 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 that's what i'm saying yeah, you really point. start that's the saying. point i'm saying you really start to get to know them and you realize like i already knew this. okay so i think mm. this is what she's trying to say it's I confirmation think, though right let me let me add that's the thing though so it's, I it's put confirmation let me add that's, let me add, it, it, add no, to what but before saying, before you like, before you add let me just clarify it just i i didn't have to live with her to know these things but it's confirmation you can confirm that by in other ways Going me, on vacation, me, I would have confirmed that Teresa me, is as much me, as a neat freak as she is when I come right. sleep over. When I, when I didn't have I to live that, with her to know this that. This is the thing. I mm. think that if you're going to move in with your significant other just to live with them, then do that. Mm. But if it's in the name of marriage, there should be other ways you can confirm that, mm-hmm. in my opinion, before you know you enter into that. Because what is the difference so, between shacking up and marriage, in your opinion? So, guys, Ooh, that's the difference question. between... Okay, so here's, here's my thing. And I'm going to break this down to, for you really quickly. I am very, very serious about marriage i'm very serious about who i commit myself to as you guys know because i rarely commit myself to anyone so for me Mm -hmm. to bring peace to my spirit Mm -hmm. to as a final confirmation that i should be getting married to you i want to live with you for three months max 
You know what I'm saying? That's why I said don't just shack just to shack. I say shack with a purpose. If I'm shacking with you, we're either engaged or about to be engaged. That's what I mean by we've talked about marriage. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, it came up once and he was like, maybe. No, we've already really, you've met my parents, I've met your parents, we've been together for a while, and this is the next step of our relationship. Mm -hmm. And so when you, for me, shacking is just that final confirmation. Okay, I know for a fact that I can spend the rest of my life with this man. I've seen him when his breath stank. I've seen him when he's upset. I've seen him, the, his little quirky things that he does. And because love isn't always enough. And I know that I love him, one, check. And two, I'm able to be in the same space with him for the rest of my life. Because you guys, I hear what you're saying, but whenever you're married, there's no going, to, going to a different, you know what I mean? still yeah. is. What is the difference? It's the final between, confirmation. No, no, but what what changed? What changed? Confirmation. Confirmation get, of what? Confirmation of knowing that this is the exact man that I want to be with for the rest of my life and that I can make this work. You understand what I'm but saying? It looks no. This is There's my, no whole, my whole thing. Though. It's just like, I'm going like, to yeah, just, just go but for personally me it's confirmation, with man. why, again, I'm going to reiterate this, why I don't think that shacking up is something that I could ever do. And it's because I have to have, first of all, distinct different... There has to be a distinction between mm -hmm. what my relationship looked like with you as my boyfriend, as my fiancé, as my husband. Why? Because those are different phases of the relationship. Mm -hmm. they so you're are. doing that for yourself. No, no, but it's the truth, though. There are different phases. And then when I'm looking at it in a spiritual way, my final confirmation, because you can never be 100% sure, is God. Uh -huh. my, that's my final confirmation. I don't need... So mm -hmm. for me, I don't need to live with somebody. And this is also something that is just check checkpoints when you're leading up to that point where you think that this person can be your husband you should know them Bye. so wait wait i have a Hold question on, let me just let me just okay because i have a good question after that go ahead you should know them so what she was saying earlier i kind of pick i was picking up on the vibe of what she was saying is like there was nothing that was that she didn't already know like it was nothing like left field that she found out about me by living and vice versa by living with me and so for me i think a lot of people say okay i need to live with this person to see how they really are if you don't know how they really are why are you mm -hmm. how are you gonna move in with someone that you're not that? sure it might or like might if you don't know how they really way. are and i and, and i was in a relationship for two years and i found out everything almost everything about this person we never lived with each other so i i don't need that so wait i have a question to get there i hear what you're saying mm -hmm. i have a question so let's say this the lord sends you your husband yes. okay tells you it's your husband y'all are a month in he wants to get married you're not scared a by month? that? A month thing. Oh, yeah, that was scare me. And I'm, okay. No, These no, are no, the no, things no. I'm, no, I'm talking gonna speak about. Let me, let me, let me, even though, even though, hold on, hold on, hold on. Even though no, God told you, me. hold on. Yeah. Even though God told you, okay, and you trust in God, I trust in God, you still are a little apprehensive. And some things, some precautions, whatever those precautions you take, will calm your spirit. Merv, so do you have anything to add? I want to answer that question. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think a big factor for me is like, I'm not in that stage right now. So, but say, well, no, I'm, I'm just saying instance. it's hard for me to be passionate because I am, I have no interest in being married. Well, right now. Ashley, then let me answer your <laughs> question. Like, let me answer your question, <laughs> Ashley, because this is what I think. If God told me like, okay, this man is your husband and the man comes at me and like, all right, a month in, I want to get married. Guess what? I was like, okay, we're going to get there. That doesn't. That's not going to deter me. What if he's like from being now? I want to. My and the reason why I say this is because my bishop, my pastor of my church, shout out to you, Pastor J. Reverend Ransom. I'm gonna shout him out because that's my church. Of course. Um, he met his wife literally, and they dated for three months. After three months, he was like, "We get married now." But guess what? And they got married. Marriage is a two-way street. So you can be as ready as you want. So until I'm ready, nothing's going down. Yeah. So if we have a destination so still and need you're dressed. No, 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 no. If we have, we're going out tonight. You're dressed. I'm not. Guess what? We're either going together when I'm ready or you're going alone. There's, that's your options. Mm. So you can't get there Sounds until like you still both, need confirmation. It, there's like no that. confirmation. I'm just, taking, I'm just taking your example and putting it in an everyday scenario. If we had somewhere to go. And you're ready. And I know this is the person that I need to go out with tonight. And you're dressed. I'm not. You have two options in life. 
you can either go alone or, you or you're wait. going to wait, wait until, until I'm ready yes. and we're going to go together. Mm, I don't know about that. Life doesn't always happen. That's like exactly that. how it works. But, no one's going to go anywhere if they're not we ready. Can, we, can, we can do this all day. Honestly, yeah. it, it goes both ways. There's people that have shacked up that are in successful marriages. There's what? people that are shacked up that are not. Listen, I know. They're, you know what I'm saying? I personally, think, someone that's shacked you, up, but they're going I'm on 30 plus years of marriage. You can't. You're not allowed to shack up. I'm saying like everybody has their reasons for doing everything. Some people shack up for a financial reason. Like, oh, we want to save money. support that. No, no, no. Exactly. Some people are like, of, we want to get married, but we cannot afford to live in two places. So, guess what? For oh. now, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to shack up until we can afford to get married. And we're going to shack up. Actually, you know what? Hold you on. Know. I actually know somebody very, very closely that did that. Mm-hmm. They literally did that. They didn't have enough money. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have enough money for a wedding, but they knew that that was what they were going to do. Shacked up for three years, have been married for 33 years. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. I, I feel yeah. like it just depends on you. It's, it's everything goes down to your personal beliefs. Because yeah. if that was the case, right, if I was trying to, you know, save up for my marriage, I would rather go to City Hall, get married, until I can afford the ceremony. Me too. I'd rather be married and live together. Because the ceremony because is like, not a good wanna, enough reason I also want to say this. To each his own. You know? I want to just throw this out here really quick. Breakups are already hard enough. Divorce is worse. No, but I want to say breakups are already hard enough. So if I live with you, that I feel like that's ten times worse because it's a mini divorce. It's not, I know, it's not necessarily a divorce in itself. But having to take my things or you take your things and then all these, it's just, that's really traumatic. I would not want to put myself in that situation um, you know, I would want to wait until that person is my husband. So, so, you guys, we've had a very interesting conversation, as you can see. I would like for you guys to let us know what you think in the comments. Again, the title is He Liked It, But He Didn't Put a Ring on It, which is just so awesome to where this conversation led. So let us know what you think. What do you think about, do you think you have commitment issues? Do you think our generation has commitment issues? Do you, what do you think about the term baby mama, baby father? And then also, how do you feel about shacking up in marriage in general? Let us know. Yes, so if you are as passionate as Teresa and I are, or as passionate as Ashley is, pro con, or as, or as, or as, as, as you're living your best as single as life, as her, <laughs> you can identify with anyone. Exactly. I mean, I think we didn't come to a conclusion, but I think this conversation could go on forever, but we don't want it to unless you want to hit us up on our Instagram, which is Les Tontines Podcast. That's L E S. We can continue it there. T I N E S Podcast. Yes. And we are now streaming on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts on soundcloud and i tried to put up the last video on youtube um so this one hopefully will go up on youtube yes so uh yeah guys see you later see bye, bye. bye.